On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks put forth a disgraceful, shameless, putrid effort against the Los Angeles Clippers. What do we take from this? Who's to blame? Oh, we've got it on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. Welcome to the Mavericks. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making uh is part of your listening to the show, being part of the show, listening every day. Ugh. Disgusting. Oh, man. Disgusting. Joining me, yeah. the post-game prodigy. What you got for me, slightly biased? <sighs> Scared. Terrified, disturbed, scared, mortified, scared. <laughs> All the words. Running out of synonyms. Let me know in the comment section what's one word to describe this loss. I'm ready quick for it. Quick one word reaction. I'm ready for it. Let's one word. It. Give me the slightly biased <laughs> quick one word reaction. Just give it to me. Just one word. This game only deserves one word. We're going to give it like 25 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah. But. Goodness, the Mavericks lose 107 to 88. 88 points against this Clippers team that had not been a good defensive team, really, that doesn't like project to have good defensive players really anymore, especially on the second night of a back-to-back. And so we'll talk about this game, but I, I kind of want to just start with, all right, who's to blame? Let's throw let's start throwing on the around the blame pie here. Okay. Because Derek Lively missed the game. Do we blame him? The Mavs have now been without Derek Lively for two games. Derek Lively, you're not allowed to get hurt. I guess not. Two games he's been out. This one, the worst loss of the season for sure. And then the Raptors loss, which was one of the worst losses of the season. And my my camera is yeah. doing weird I was, things now. I was wondering what I just witnessed. I just updated my Mac, and now it's it's giving me a weird <laughs> bubble for my thumbs up. AI has just gone too far. It's, <laughs> I'm. Why would it? Okay, so I give a thumbs up for those listening. I give a thumbs up, and it does a little like a thought bubble, and then a thumb inside just the thought in, bubble. So like, wait, I'm thinking about the thumbs up, but I'm actually doing it in person. So what's for the, the seeing? The seeing impaired? <laughs> no, the, <laughs> not even. <laughs> they can Who only see thought for? bubbles. Ah. <laughs> uh. It's as useless as the Mavs uh, offense tonight, that that yeah. feature. But so Derek Lively's been out for these two games. Is it all on Derek Lively? Like, do the, do the Mavericks play well when he plays and not when he doesn't? Like, we've been talking about the difference between him being on the court and off the court with Luke and Kyrie, and the split is really big. And now all of a sudden, the split's going to be even bigger because, like, this game was so bad. Yeah. And I mean, even going back to the Lakers game, it pretty much went downhill for the Mavericks almost directly after. Derek Lively got hurt. Yeah, they nearly quarter. blew a 20-point lead in the fourth quarter. That was the worst quarter of the season. And then going back to that quarter plus this quarter, someone brought it to my attention. The Mavericks, throughout the first, like, I don't know, 15, 16 minutes of this game, going back to the fourth quarter against the Lakers game, against the Lakers as well, there was a 30-minute stretch where no one outside of Luka or Kyrie made a field goal. 30 entire minutes. Like, that's... Game That, that is almost unbelievable. That's, like, an unbelievable statistic, so... I I don't know like you I don't think you can pin the blame on anyone specifically because it was just kind of all terrible up and down. I thought Kyrie played well tonight, and I think I pretty much draw the line there. I actually loved Exum's minutes. Exum was the best center on the team tonight. 
Yeah, I mean, the Clippers went really small too. So in theory, this is like, you know, this is why the Mavericks typically do kind of well against the Clippers because the Clippers are also yeah. a small team. And Zubats just, I mean, when Luka's on, Zubats is just getting cooked relentlessly, <laughs> which is why he comes off the floor so much. But They played 39 minutes with either Zubats or Tice on the court. So they, and even they, then, like Tice is a smaller center. It's not like he's a seven-foot bruiser. Yeah. Uh, blame has got to go with Jason Kidd because yeah, you cannot keep – like. The Mavs had two days off in LA. Mm-hmm. Team doesn't show up prepared, and you can't just be like, "Well, this is—he's going to blame the players, right?" This is what he does after every every one of these games. I've seen it. And I haven't we haven't listened to the, the post game stuff. I'm ready to hear what he's going to say. I mean, it's it's going to be. <laughs> I'm not playing. I'm watching, just like you guys. There you go. That's what he's going to say after, after the game. And I have to apologize that you felt that he should have played more. And then he's not going to say this, Nick. That's a good question. He's not going to say that. He's he's going <laughs> to say a bunch of other things, but. He's going to blame the players say, well, you know, they just didn't show up. And I kind of agree with him in that sense. Team scored 88 points. It wasn't their plan for them to score 88 points for, like, nobody except for Luka and Kyrie to have field goals made until, like, the second half of this game. Yeah, that's that's cool. not in the game plan, right? Like, that's not in the game plan for them to do this. Not in their game plan to get out-rebounded by, you know, 17 to 10 offensive rebounds and then to get destroyed in fast break and get destroyed in second chance points and get destroyed off, you know, points off turn, like everything. Like it, it wasn't, that's not in the game plan, but at a certain point, like you've got to get your players ready to play. You got to inspire players. Listen to Mike Brown the other day, talk to Demonis Sabonis. And he told this story after a game. I've used Mike Brown as an example, like three times when I complain about kid. He told this story about the other day where Demonis Sabonis was like, Coach, why aren't we running this certain play? We spent 40 minutes in practice on this one play the other day. Why are we not running it? And, he, and Mike Brown goes, well, Sabonis, like we scored 70 points in the first half of this game, so we're doing pretty good right now. We're shooting like 56%. And he goes, okay, okay, I got you. If I play, I'm playing defense. We run that play. They ran that play 17 times to end the game the other night, and they won the yeah. game. And like – that that and then Mike Brown went to Demonis Sabonis and said, "Thanks for for keeping me accountable." There's no way in hell that happens with the Mavericks. There's no <laughs> way any story like that. And like they need the they need the connectiveness. They need the camaraderie. They need somebody to play for, right? Like that's what a coach yeah. does. Think about some of the greatest coaches in even NBA history. Don't just give me the professional route. Kid will give you the well. They're they're players. You know they got to be ready. That's what you were. You were that. Yeah. All these players aren't you. Right? They don't have the orange jacket. They're not out there in the Hall of Fame. Think of the yeah. Phil Jacksons. They're like, that. he feels like your, your dad or your grandpa you want to play for, right? Like, think about, you know, Steve Kerr will sit next to you and walk you through stuff and, like, you know, be be there for it. Like, th- this is not what Jason Kidd has brought. And so there's there are games like this where I just go, what are you bringing to the table Yeah. in games like this, right? And then there are others who are like, okay. And he tried some stuff in this game. He threw some other guys out there. He tried to go small in the fourth, like to start the fourth quarter. Like he tried a couple of things here and there, but that goes all outside the personnel, per, like personable EQ of how can I get these guys ready and prepared for this moment? Because if you're always going to say no effort, no, no effort on defense, no effort on rebounds, we're getting killed in all these effort areas. All right, then what is it? Is it just the leadership of the team? Do players not want to play for Luca? Is that it? Okay, well, you got to get players to play for Luca, right? Like, yeah. Oh no, I, I, there's the Mavericks are starting to stack up these like right. games where you're like, what? Like, did they know they had a game tonight? Did they were they aware that they were playing? And we we talked about it on the show early in the season when the Mavericks got off to their hot start, where we were like, hey, uh, you know, it's cool they're winning these games, but they can't come out this slow every single game because they're gonna dig themselves some deep too, deep holes to get out of. 
You have tonight's game where, guys, the Clippers are on the second night of the back-to-back. This was their fourth game in six nights. Yeah. The Mavericks have played two games in five nights. You should not be getting out-hustled. You should not be looking this ill-prepared for this game. You had two full days to prepare for this team. The Clippers played a night ago. Like well, they, you, you should, you, you shouldn't look like the effort level shouldn't be this, you know, disproportionate. That they look the same way against the Bucks. The Bucks were on the second night of a back to back. You shouldn't be getting that yeah, out hustled right. in the second half of that game against a team that just played 24 hours ago. It's it's just starting to become a little bit concerning because it, it is. I, I mentioned like obviously the Mavericks had a lot of personnel problems defensively and stuff like that, and their defense wasn't bad tonight. Like that's what's crazy. Yes, they're going to get out rebounded. They they lack size. We all know this stuff. This stuff's true. Dude, rewatch the games with with and just look at the players on the floor. The effort level is abhorrently bad at times. It's awful. And and like yeah, they gave up a bunch of offensive rebounds tonight. But you know what? Zubats had let's see, Zubats had four offensive rebounds. Okay, you don't have the size. Lively's out. All right. I said two. Um, Russ had four offensive rebounds. That's a guard. Terrence Mann two offensive rebounds. That's a guard. And go look at their offensive rebounds. They're not yeah. you know. Oh my God, Dwight Powell, you suck. It's oh, oh my God. Like why are we not he putting did, a body though. on him? Why are we not? Yeah, Dwight Powell's terrible tonight. But uh, why are we not bumping that guy? Why, why is no one bumping that guy off of his spot? Why are we just letting them waltz into the paint and just grab rebounds uncontested? It's inexcusable. No, it, it, it and I, I would go. I would go down the LOL LA nightlife undefeated. Like I, I would. I would blame that for this if we hadn't seen this loss already several times this year. Yeah, that's a, that's the a thing. Right, too. like we've seen this Bucks, Raptors. Uh, nuggets to an extent like we've seen this loss before we've seen this loss over and over again now and it's all like oh the effort wasn't there okay well then uh, to be a good team you have to have that effort and you have to to get there even if you're not getting the ball on offense like you signed up to play on a team with Luca and Kyrie Grant Williams Derek Jones Jr. Josh Green like all of you guys signed up on this team to play next to Luca and Kyrie they're gonna get shots all the time they're gonna they're gonna do this like you've got to put in the effort on the on the other stuff and like man it, it you could just put blame on every single player you could put blame on kid there's enough to go around there's a big enough pie to go around uh, yeah. come coming up let's talk about how um man how do you how do you even tease into the rest, the rest, the rest of, how do you even tease in the rest of this game uh, let's talk about what else we saw garbage that's what we saw <laughs> I need a recovery beer. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown Mavs, especially after today, being part of this show. If you want to uh, support the show, text me, get text alerts from me, and more. Subscribe to the subtext. Click the link in the description below. Get text straight to your phone. All right, Slightly. <sighs> 18 points in one quarter, 17 in the other, tw- 26 in the fourth. They they pulled the plug with, like, what, four and a half minutes left or so? Yeah. 27 in the second. Why couldn't the Mavericks score tonight? Um, a mixture of things, I think. We talked about earlier how the Clippers haven't been that good defensively. They've been the second best defense in the league over the last two weeks. So they've, they've been better good lately. And I, I got to tell you, I thought they played some pretty good defense tonight. And they, they have that almost kind of like what the Raptors can do at times. So they have like a bunch of size on the floor. So when the Mavericks, a team that loves switch hunting, you know, you're just switching like Paul George and Kawhi or Kawhi and Terrence Mann. Like it's not like you're getting a great advantageous matchup. And uh, the, the, we talked about how the Mavericks went super small. The Clippers also went super small quite a bit in this game. We're like, I don't even know who the center would have been on their team. Like Terrence Mann, maybe. But uh, Mavericks, I mean, 23% from three. You're not going to win a lot of games when you're shooting that poorly. Uh, you know, granted, one of eight from Luka, his shooting stuff. You know, he's, he's been fine shooting threes this year. So whatever, those will, those will happen. Tim, two of nine. Those will happen with him, too. But uh, 
lack of shots. Felt like they never got out in transition at all. Felt like they no. never pushed the pace in this game. Once. In a game, Luka got that one layup. Yeah. That one, yeah. That one layup was like their first fast break points. It was in the first half. I'm trying to see. Uh, it, well, cleaning the glass says they got out in transition a good amount. It didn't feel like it to me. But um, it just when your offense is struggling to get going, I feel like the Mavericks didn't get a lot of great looks. And that's been like one of the criticisms of Kid too, where it's like, all right, we know how dependent this team is on Luca's going to grab all this attention. All right, kick out to an open three. When those aren't falling, what's next? And the reality is, is it's Luca hero ball, Kyrie hero ball. And that's a tough ask, especially when Luca doesn't have a great shooting night. And, uh, you know, Kyrie played well, but it's just a lot to put on their shoulders. It's a lot. Other guys have to show up. I, I thought that the Mavericks went too early on. They went for, all right, we're not going to run any actions. We're just going to let Luca win his one-on-one matchup. So it was Luca versus mm-hmm. PJ Tucker. It was Luca versus Terrence Mann. It was Luca versus, you know, James Harden or, or whoever. Like maybe he got a, a, a switch in a cross matchup or something like that down the floor. But they didn't like try to run. Because like, what, what, what the Mavericks did against the Clippers the first time is the Clippers doubled him off of every every catch. And he just like, he beat them. And then yeah. he got the switch on, on when they stopped doing that. And then he beat them on that. He scored 44 points against them. The last time the Mavs played this Clippers team, this Clippers team with Harden and all that, they scored 144 points. Like almost yeah. almost half. They almost scored half the points <laughs> that they scored last time they played this team. Like this, yeah. this, this is why I say there's enough blame to go around. And some people are going to be like, oh, it's all on Jason Kidd. Okay, sure. But their game plan was, wasn't to do this either. And it's a lot on the Mavs just – like, all right, one-on-one with Luka Doncic, and then nobody else was moving around, and then everybody just got, like, tough legs. And, like, I do believe in the L.A. nightlife thing, that once you get, once you get like, all right, your legs are kind of feeling heavy, and you were out last night, and then all of a sudden, like, the extra effort things don't come as easily. And so now, all of a sudden, you're digging yourself a bigger hole. Uh, the yeah. problem is we've seen that loss a couple times now, and so you can't just keep blaming that over and over again. Mavs 9 of 38 from 3. I don't think they. I didn't feel like they created a lot of really good threes either. Felt like no, they were yeah. rushing a bunch of shots. Thought Tim took some really awful shots in this game, and the Mavs couldn't afford to do any of that. No, yeah, T- Tim had some. You know, it's, it's one of these. It's one of these where the shot selection was really bad. But do I want to say, well, you know, they're down twenty points. Like it felt like the whole the whole game almost. Like Tim's trying to shoot them out of it. Luca's trying to shoot them out of it. You know, I, I don't know, but. They did not get a lot of easy looks, and it was it was just a disgusting game. I, there's just <laughs> not a lot to say outside of that. It was just a disgusting performance. I felt like they were trying um, to shoot themselves at it, like like each individual player. Like, all right, I'm going to shoot myself into this game, right? Like, if I hit a shot, yeah. I'll feel good. I'll get that adrenaline, right? It's like the, it's like when I'm sitting late at night. If you're ever working and you're like, all right, I'm trying to work through some kind of project, you're like oh, I've been putting it off, and now, all right, I got this project. I'm tired. End of a work day, end of the night, or whatever you do your work. And you're like, all right, let me just watch a TikTok video. And maybe that'll like get my dopamine up, oh. give myself like a hit, you know, like, let me just give myself a little hit of something and maybe I'll be energized to get back into it. And then uh-huh. you like give yourself a hit and you give yourself a hit and you give yourself a hit of it. Three you know? hours later. And you're like, man, I've just been scrolling. And now I'm like watching like Lord of the Rings, uh, like <laughs> translation of what Elvish means in certain scenes in the movie. And you're like, what, what am I doing? And all of a sudden you're like, it's been 35 minutes. You're like, what am I doing? That's what it felt like most Maverick shots were tonight is like, all right, yeah. let me give myself a hit, and if I hit one of these shots, then maybe I'll I'll get into it. <laughs> it's like it just just never happened. No, that's a that was that was a good one. That was a good analogy because that is what it felt like. Like, it, but then it was weird because it's like okay, Grant Williams three shots, and he passed up I don't know four or five threes that I thought were shots he probably should have shot, yeah. and then he you know tries to break his guy down, and bad things happened. 
I don't know. It was just really. Well, the Clippers closed out well. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah, like, the Clippers played good defense. The Clippers I, closed. I the Clippers closed out well, and they they took their their loss the night before to the Pelicans. They had that game in the bag and just completely gave it away. Yeah. They they took that loss and it felt like they put in some extra effort because they wanted to, to win this game and like they played with some pride and like some shame and I didn't feel like a lot of Mavericks did tonight. Kyrie did like you mentioned. I felt Luca did in the first half and then in the second half he had the whole incident with Westbrook where Westbrook was going at him and then Westbrook was like go at this man. He was like point literally pointing at Luca, which by the way that you can you can stare down a guy after you like dunk over them and that's you get ejected for that but if you point at somebody in the like i just don't understand what the rules are to this yeah. <laughs> anymore like i don't think westbrook should get ejected for that but if like tatum and whoever like stares somebody down and you get a, a tech for that then how do you not get a tech for like literally pointing in someone's face and being like go at go at this man yeah that was a rough look R- russ there was like the game was already pretty much over but the Mavs are like in miracle range i guess where it's like a 16 point game or something like that with five minutes Which, left and it's like 14, 16 yeah. is not that much in today's NBA anymore. No, yeah, that's like miracle range. Oh, my God, the Clippers completely collapsed. We're in this game. I mean, keep in mind, two nights ago, this team almost blew a 20-point yeah, fourth quarter lead. Right. So anything is in the realm of possibility. And, yeah, Russell Westbrook just probably four, five, six possessions in a row just went right at Luka and scored or got fouled every single time. And that's a – I didn't like – it was obvious what they were doing. Hide Luka on Russ. Russ can't shoot. But the Clippers gave Russ the ball every time, and Russ beat him off the dribble every time. And Luca's not going to win that ever. So no. I thought that that was probably not a good coaching decision there or whatever. But hey, I'm not a coach. No, you should be. No, you're not. You're not. You're just. I'm not playing. I'm watching, just like you guys. You're doing that. You're not. Even, you're not playing. You're not even coaching. You're just watching. You're just watching all of it. Uh, the center situation. I mean, I, for all the Rashawn Holmes love that we gave him the night before, uh, we didn't see a ton from Rashawn Holmes in this one. He had five rebounds, but it, he felt like he got beat a ton. Uh, he, he just was putting so many different switches where you're trying to guard different guys. And I thought he held his own here and there, but didn't add anything to the offense, which is tough. If like you do one thing and you don't add stuff to the offense, then that's not good. Dwight was even worse than that. Uh, yeah, Dwight I think bad. Dwight slapped more rebounds to the Clippers than he did to himself or to other players. Like, see, uh, so at a certain point, if your team is shooting a bunch of threes, I have to wonder: is is it like I'd have to go back and watch? If you're shooting a three and the other team's guarding out on the perimeter, a tipping because tipping it kind of makes some sense. But if if the other if three of the five defensive players are out on the perimeter, <laughs> maybe you don't tip that one because that's just going to be an easy transition opportunity, which it is every time. Can I say something real quick? Guys, you don't need to come into my Twitter mentions about Dwight Powell. You don't need to do it, <laughs> all right? You don't need to be running victory laps. You just don't. I, I the, the Mavs need a center. I've also agreed. With slightly, you a long slightly. Time. I've been right for five years about Dwight Powell. Yeah. It's like it's like okay. Well, seen, people have been like slightly biased is to blame for this about Dwight Powell. I'm like, dude, I don't make personnel decisions. I, lo- I love that. I love I when people blame decisions. us. For, like, I was like, oh. <laughs> Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd reads my tweets. I don't think he listens to me. <laughs> yeah, we have, think, we have yeah, proof of that. Some, yeah, but uh, listen, guys, I get it. All right, I get it. Trust me. <laughs> well, and hey, if you're going to defend – I've defended Dwight Powell in the past too. He's been really bad this season. Yeah, he's not been Mavericks bad. have been terrible when he plays. I've been all over that this season, how bad they've been. And uh, I one of my things was, all right, you, get, you start Krishan Holmes, see how that goes. All right, they, they tried it again this time. My other thing was, if Lively's going to be out, you've got to play Omax in some of these bench lineups because they're just too small. You can't, you mm-hmm. just can't run these four, six, five guys and Dwight Powell because then you might as well just be running four, five, six, five guys, right? Because you're not getting any yeah. advantage with Dwight at that size. Like n- you're getting none right now. 
with Dwight at 6'9", 6'10", whatever he is. So you've got to play Omax. So he tried Omax at the beginning, and I was like, oh, Jason Kidd, listen to the pocket ball. And then he played Tim and Dwight together again, and that's been one of my big no-nos. Like, you just can't play those two guys together. They've been too bad. Like, 132 defensive rating. It's going to go – it's going to go – down it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna look better after this game because overall the Mavericks defensive rating was what like 117 it wasn't too bad in this one so yeah it's not terrible but their offense was literally putrid like there's not they, the worst offensive game they've had in maybe years maybe 94 <laughs> offensive rating that's like <laughs> not, you're entering that's not like good you're entering like Detroit Pistons, San Antonio Spurs, point so hand territory. I'm gonna, which is again like, kind of like, all right, all right. It was just a terrible offensive night, but you know, whatever. But as we said earlier, these nights are kind of starting <laughs> to stack up, where it's like one thing or another, where the team just does really badly, and it's like, man, we got to be more prepared for these games, guys. I don't like. That falls on coaching. At the end of the day, it just they does. had they had two losses that were that where they had an offensive rating this bad last season. Do you want to try to guess what what games those were? I'm gonna guess one of them's well, early in the season. One of the worst losses of the year that you can like remember. Magic, Magic loss. They had a 92 and a half offensive rating. That one was one of the worst games I've ever watched. Yeah, that was the red flags of that season <laughs> going crazy. Early on, we were like, oh god, this might be they really like, bad. Whoa, good teams should not have games like that. And then uh, Memphis in March, there was one where they had an 89.2 offensive rating. And all I, of those like February onwards games just all meshed together into one <laughs> game. I've got to look back at that game. I can't remember anything about I can't it. Remember the only trying- games I remember are Maxi game winning three. No, but the, um, the Spurs one where Maxi overthrew yes, over the yeah. pass, and then the one the game after that where he hit the game winner. What's hilarious is that was the game, even though the Mavericks won that game against the Spurs, when Maxi threw that pass out of bounds, where I said, Yeah, tank. He tank the rest of this. I do not care that they won this game. Tank. <laughs> this team is done. The 13th. Where is this one? Oh, Memphis. This was a a loss in March where Luca and Kyrie didn't play. <laughs> literally. Okay. literally I have no recollection of that game. Literally, the only times that this has happened where the Mavs have had this bad of an offensive rating, Luca and Kyrie didn't play. I genuinely have no recollection of that game at all. But it, it, it stacks. March 2023 Mavs. Sounds about right. Oh, that that game was the game David Roddy had 19 points. You remember that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. had back-to-back games. It was bad. Where he went crazy. Uh, do you take any any good things from this game? Literally any at all. I guess you've mentioned that Kyrie was pretty good. He he showed some some shame to begin of that fourth quarter and so, finished 26 and three assists. I love Dante Exum minutes. And I thought Me he too. again gave you good minutes tonight. My only concern with him is if he – because. I think he could be a 20-plus minute a game guy. He just Same. brings a lot of intangibles to your team. He hustles. He rebounds well for his size. He defends. He, I, I love his pace. I love how he runs the offense. He has to start hitting threes. Like, that's just – Or just taking that is them. Make, yeah, taking them and making them. That is make or break for him because he's just not going to get those minutes otherwise. But I, I liked his minutes. And, yeah, I mean, Kyrie – Kyrie was a plus one in this game in 32 minutes. And there's – I mentioned this before we went live. I, I'm scared to, like, talk about this information because – it's 16 games into the season, and you know I, I already top, get yelled at so much stuff over there. I already get yelled at so much for stuff like this, but the, the on-off numbers are starting to get a little weird. Like they're starting to, it's starting to reach the point in the season where maybe you read into some of the on-off stuff a little bit, mm. and the on-off numbers for the Mavericks are wonky. Like they just are. If you look them up, uh, they're just they're like eight points better 
when Luka's off the floor. And I think that's that's kind of a testament to Kyrie's had a good start to the season, and I guess they're doing really well in those minutes where Kyrie's on and Luka's off. Um, but, you know, T- Tim Hardaway Jr. has also been really good. So uh, there's just – on-off numbers can be really wonky, but it is just something to keep in mind. Like, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Luka on, Kyrie off is a minus 0.5. So they're actually losing those minutes currently. Kyrie Oof. and Luca together is a plus two. Like you, you want it's that number to enough. be, yeah, you want that number to be way higher. And Kyrie on Luca off is now a plus seven. That's like similar to where it was a year ago, <laughs> with last season. And it's weird because it's it's in the last like couple of weeks that those numbers have started to deteriorate. And I'm and not really and honestly any, flipped. Yeah, yeah, because at the start of the season it wasn't that it was opposite. Because I, I even remember I did a video on it. And it was completely opposite from where it was last year. But now these are the numbers they were a year ago. And uh, I still think it's too early, but it's just something to monitor. I don't know if that's maybe a rotation thing that like Luke is out there with guys that kids may be thinking like, okay, we desperately need Luca to carry the minutes when these guys are on the floor. I don't know. I'd have to look into it deeper, but it's just something interesting. It's something to watch for sure. And they're definitely not going to get better after this game. Luca minus no. 14 and Kyrie a plus one. <laughs> so it's yeah. definitely not going to get those numbers are not going to get better. So sounds like a good thing for me and Reggie to talk about tomorrow when we do hey. uh, an episode. So we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah. Let it, let me know in the comment section. Give me one, one word reaction to this game. That's what I want. Just one word. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. And then slightly and I will be back on Tuesday, probably Mavs Rockets. Dirk is going to be on the broadcast. Remember I asked Mark Fowler about that a couple weeks ago. So uh, be ready for that one. That's going to be must watch TV. And so uh, check that game out. The Rockets have also been playing really well, which is concerning. Last in season tournament game of the year. Last one ever for the Mavs. But ever, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully it's back next year. <laughs> well, they're not gonna play one. That, not gonna play yeah, one, this year. one this year. For so, the there you go, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom.